When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Toyota Genuine Accessories, designed to integrate with your Toyota. This is Saturdays in SA with Andrew Hayes and Bryce Gibbs. Still not Andrew Hayes, Tom Lyon and Bryce Gibbs with you. (laughs) Good morning. Welcome along to your Saturday, best day of the week as we always say. I can feel it, taste it, touch it. See it. We were dormant during the week. Nothing to do. I was asleep. Now Saturday's come along and and everyone comes alive. So it's so good to be with you. Top of 35 degrees today. Very beautiful day in Adelaide. We're here, of course, for Toyota. Toyota Genuine Accessories, engineered for optimum performance, working with the vehicle as an integrated system. 8.34, as I say good morning to my good friend, Bryce Gibbs. Good morning. Good morning, Tommy Lyon. And I tell you why you're up and about. I tell you why you have got a pep in your step. We're going to do something here. Ready? It's your birthday. Bar mitzvah. It's your birthday. <laughs> yes, How good. Yeah, yeah. How good. I, I know on a Saturday. I know. The time when you start really living your life. You know, my birthday was on a Tuesday for about seven years. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing worse. <laughs> Bullshit. I, um, yeah, you know, they, they come and go quick now and you care less and less every year to the point where, and this is no joke, I woke up this morning and didn't even know or think it was my birthday for the first hour of the day until I jumped, uh, jumped on the line and had a couple of messages. So that's how much I don't care. Yeah. Uh, they come and go pretty quick these days, but I'm just going to get this over as well. Oh, what are you doing? Uh, You're a moron. We've got, uh, it'll be for the viewers if you're watching on the live yeah. stream there. I've got a nice little cake for you. Um, number one. Number one on it. So obviously I didn't want to put 45 46. Uh, candles on it. Yeah. Um, but uh, that just encompasses our, our first year on Saturdays in SA together. This is our last show today. So yeah. we're, uh, we've got a big show planned and we're going to go out with a bang. So that's what yep. the one represents. So uh Here's Thank to you. you. Here's well, to you, Tommy. Well, well done, yeah, there is reason now. There is actual legitimate reasons to celebrate in that. Yes, it's our last show for the year, but we will be back with you in January for an even bigger year next year. And uh, what a year it's been. We're going to take some time to reflect on the most memorable, most bizarre moments of the year. Uh, one of them being actually last week when you came in on all fours. <laughs> it's dysfunctional. Ch- it's chalk and cheese from. Uh, it's, it's amazing what a week does in uh, in radio. My my God, you were non-verbal. <laughs> you crawled in, and um, it made for such an interesting show for the rest of the team because you you didn't know where you were. It's a surprise you even transported your physical body to the location. Now, this was my favourite part of the show last week when your brain, Bryce Kipp's brain, just left the building. Stop. In the next three to five years, these players could be your replacements for your Dixons. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they're doing some very nice things at Port Adelaide. Yeah. That's bad, isn't it? Gap big enough for a truck to drive through. Hang on. Yeah, replacements for your Dixons. Yeah. 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 I actually should have got a truck last 
<laughs> oh, let's just forget about that. We can put that behind us. And you, you yeah. live and learn. You live and That's learn. It. You, you live and learn and say... S-E-N-S-A, don't put your Christmas party on a Friday night. Yeah, they've, they've, that was a real scheduling problem, well, that one. For us, for me it was. But yeah, particularly not when... Many, not, not anyone else across the road has to work on a Saturday morning <laughs> usually. No, not that we're the most important show in this network, <laughs> but Hutch, the big boss came over this morning and it's always my job to let him in. And um, to be honest, I don't know a lot about technology. So he's getting set up uh, over the road. And the pressure is on because there's five minutes till our show and uh, Hutchie's uh, not set up. And he's like, do you need to go? And I was like, well, you put, this is like a rock and a hard place because do I serve the boss and leave him in the lurch or do I serve our show? So I waited a, another minute and luckily he was happy. He was set up and uh, I'm, I'm still puffing from running over. I thought you were a chance to get done for jaywalking across the uh, the road here in front of the lights, but... I thought this might be my big opportunity. <laughs> the M&M ceased ready. the moment. I was ready to step into the big boys' chair. I don't know, wouldn't know what I'm pressing on uh, on the board here, but I would have had a crack at it. And uh, yeah, I think that's it something could have been we me can... going solo for a little bit. Bryce Gibbs solo on radio, uh, particularly if you had another aneurysm like last week. <laughs> <laughs> just my brain decided to stop working. Just leave the building. I um, I'm looking forward to that next year because you you do want to grow and evolve, and um, I want to see you operate this desk. That would be entertainment in itself. Now, speaking of entertainment, you uh, last minute slipped off to the cricket last night, which looked uh, I couldn't get along because I had the kids, but looked beautiful. You. Posted a picture of a sunset. Does it get any better than that? No, it doesn't. And this test usually dishes up uh, conditions like that. If you mm. get a nice balmy night, Adelaide Oval, once the sun goes down, nice backdrop of the, the sunset. Uh, the, the ground was in magnificent nick. Uh, just sitting down, enjoying a few beverages with uh, with the old man. With dad, uh, yeah. I haven't uh, done those things too, uh, too often with him <laughs> over the last couple of years, so it was nice to take him along. And, yeah, you did – Turned down the invite, but it was last minute, Tommy. I, yeah. I certainly understand that. A uh, bit harder with kids and everything these days. But so, yeah, went and enjoyed a, a couple of hours of the cricket. It was uh, it was lovely. I considered leaving them. <laughs> I considered leaving them at home, um, like I do when I pop out to play the pokies. But <laughs> <laughs> Leave them in the car. Just, it's all right because the window's down just a little just bit. Just a bit. So right. Give them a little ice block. <laughs> Keep them going. Daddy's got to gamble for a bot <laughs> For a while. Uh, but then no, I thought, no, nah, I better stay home because Jessica, my wife, will be back later and um, not too happy. But uh, nothing gets me more excited than seeing that pink ball under lights. It's just so quick uh, and it, it moves. It always moves under lights. And, um, yeah, if, if I was facing Mitch Stark, a little bit of we would come out. Yeah. We love to think that we could do it. You know, oh, I play cricket, great cricket, whatever. Um, but that type of speed, the 140s, you just don't see it. Comes at you pretty quick. And <laughs> we're watching from the stands and we're sitting on the, the eastern side in the, uh, I'm, I'm not sure what, what stand it is. Might have been the Mark Rusciuto stand or Max Bashir stand or whatever, whatever is over there. Um, and you can't see much with the sun there. So mm. the poor crew that would have been there at two o'clock, I hope they had sunscreen on because they would have, the sun was beaming <laughs> on them pretty hard. So. Uh, it was a little bit harder to see the pink ball then, but once the, the sun set behind the uh, the, the stadium, um, it was lovely. And, uh, yeah, the, the Aussies just kept rolling on, didn't they? Yeah, Getting it's it uh, nothing surprising there. We've got a special guest later, SEN's very own Chris Rogers. He sees the game like no one else, and he's going to 
Uh, give us his views on the play so far, but more importantly, cast his eyes ahead on what's to come in these summer series and also really, m- more importantly, the, the calendar for Australia because they've got the Tour of India, they've got the World Test Champs and then also, m- most importantly, the Ashes. And I, I wonder if they're preparing the whole squad as well as they can and uh, interested to hear Chris's thoughts. I've got an idea, uh, Tommy, as well about Test match cricket, and yeah, um, oh, maybe too, structuring it a little bit differently. I might uh, we might speak about that a little bit later, but yeah, uh, yeah, certainly looking forward to speaking to Chris Rogers and, and getting his opinion on a few different issues. My idea as well. I had had this last night, and um, you know when the Test is such a festival in Adelaide, we've got the Village Green which is an amazing place. Some people just spend the entire – they don't watch a single ball. They just go to the Village Green and um, it's a festival down there. We've had the Gather Round uh, announced for football. I I think we should open up the Village Green for the round of football, have a couple of touring acts playing music, drinks, bleeding in and out of the football game. So it's kind of like a a festival – for well, the football. Well, I think that's the plan, is it? And I think they're going to have like marquees, like block all the roads off around the stadium. Right. Like War Memorial Drive, as they usually do anyway, but yeah. have big marquees with, you, you might get a couple of gigs, Tommy, play yes. some live music and extra money. Few extra, um, few activations and, and all sorts of things. But yeah, I'm with you. Like this is going to be a, a pretty h- historical event and... Our boy Mally, we know Mally. that he's been working uh, tire- tirelessly behind mm. the scenes to, to get it here for a start. So for him to to have a few more things up his sleeve, I reckon, come uh, round five next year, I think it's going to uh, going to be pretty special. Here Mally today. was rock solid. I remember, um, <clears throat> well, I remember yesterday, Bryce. I was <laughs> <laughs> Just yesterday. <laughs> I was looking over the fixture and one thing stood out to, for me, which is the Bryce Gibbs Cup, the Carlton v Adelaide uh, I think we need to make a journey, make a pitch to both clubs that you present the medal. Toss the coin. Toss the coin, present the medal. Present the medal. Um, it's only fitting that they just put it in the, the number one slot, Thursday night footy. Absolutely. The, the names are so – got two guys rapping at the front. Um, the names the, the names involved are tremendous, but we, we want to have you, I think, present a medal and – you know, particularly Adelaide Crows royalty, like yourself, to to have those players feel fantastic. Maybe I can present a best on ground to represent the, my Carlton days, and then a worst on ground <laughs> to represent my my Adelaide days. Maybe we can go. Both, Maybe you both give um, Matt Crouch a medal when when he's um, when he's uh, no, playing in the twos that weekend. We're backing Maddie, and he's gonna have a big. That's actually another big story from the year. Maddie Maddie Crouch, he's in and out of the side. Well, I know we spoke about him a lot, but we're we're going to talk about it again because I'm interested to see if that continues into next year. One, I'm I'm just sad for that situation because he's actually a great player and just needs the right team, the right role. So they, you know, could have traded him. Um, but two. It's just going to be fascinating if they can, they can find a spot and utilise his talents. Well, yeah, it's just going to come down to opportunity and it might take a couple of blokes to get injured mm. for him to, to get that opportunity. But, uh, yeah, he's pretty determined to to go around again. I mean, I've seen a lot of the photos and interviews and seen him. Uh, looks like he's training pretty hard. He's come back in pretty good nick and, and will want to make a statement. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but with a couple of recruits coming in, Rankin and... Um, 
and whatnot, it's going to be pretty tough to fit into that midfield, I think, now. Because you're going to yeah. get Rochelle, you're going to get Rankin through the midfield as well, which mm. and will, Barry. will limit his opportunity going forward. But, yeah, he's there and he'll, he'll be wanting to play well again next year. Don't worry about that. Yeah, interesting to see that. Uh, also, we're obviously we're giving our predictions. There's going to be a quiz. We're uh, bringing back the quiz based on 2022. Have you been paying attention? I'm going to have you, Bryce, up against our producer, Jace. And Jace is an astute man. He nerds out on a lot of sport. So um, you're going to be possibly out of your depth there. So that'll be interesting to watch. Now, we are asking you this morning... Obviously, your Saturday statement, what's front of mind for you? Should we bring back the Village Green for the uh, the AFL in Adelaide next year, the gather round? Um, <clears throat> what do you make of the Adelaide test? What do you make of this test team? <laughs> what do I make of it? <laughs> what do you mean? I was going to say, what do you make of the, the, the boredom of Australia consistently winning? I'm asking the listeners, Bryce. I okay. think it's time for me to tell people the weather and to read out the time. It's 845 uh, you were on Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs, Tom Lyon, coming to you from Studio Lumo SA, powered by Lumo Energy, and it's a top of 35 degrees. Up next is your World Cup coverage, Bryce. Oh, and there's been plenty happening in the last couple <laughs> oh, of hours. I, I sort of don't know what to do. I'm, we almost didn't have a show place. because we had Hutchie, and then who got in our way, and then we had <laughs> bloody Argentina shootout. Yeah, it's uh, it's all been happening. Put it that yeah. way. All been happening. Good morning. We'll be with you very soon with the World Cup update. Good morning. Uh, 8.50 at the moment. Top of 35 degrees. We are here for a Toyota. Toyota Genuine Accessories, engineered for optimum performance, working with the vehicle as an integrated system. Bryce Gibbs, Tom Line with you. And it's time for this. <laughs> It's Bryce Gibbs World Cup coverage. And as we came in this morning, uh, cl- absolute classic, wasn't it, Bryce? Well, Tommy, to be fair, two absolute classics. Yeah. Both games overnight have gone to penalty shootouts. And that's what this World Cup has been doing. There's been mm. plenty of upsets, plenty of drama, and plenty exact, plenty of drama in these two games yeah. as well. So, yeah. I actually thought for some reason the games were going to be on tonight. So yes. we had, it, had the idea <laughs> that was of interesting. Was pre, I was going to preview all the games coming up and putting my predictions through. Worked out that they were on actually this morning. So <laughs> Two professionals put a, here. Put a tweet out this morning with my, uh, with my predictions for the rest of the tournament, not just this round yeah. of uh, the, the quality rounds, the rest yeah, of the tournament. Yeah. So I've gone and put them all in and I'm actually, I've gone, okay. I'm none from two already. Right. So, so I, t- I tipped Brazil to beat Croatia and I tipped the Netherlands to upset Argentina, which nearly happened, yeah. but I've gone, I'm not, I haven't got off to the best start. So that, and that was a dramatic end to uh, the uh, Netherlands and um, Argentina because Argentina were up 2-0. So let's go, let's go to the first game, the early game. So Croatia and Brazil, yeah. nil all at full time, goes to uh, extra time. Neymar scores in extra time. So it okay. looks like Brazil are going to get it done. Like Croatia are a fantastic nation and uh, they made the final last year, oh, yeah. four years ago. So now, A population of something like four million. <clears throat> yeah, thanks, that's, thanks for that. That's uh, yeah. not many. That's, uh, that's a good stat. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, and then Croatia equalised. So goes to penalties. Yeah. Croatia win 4-2, yeah. which was an upset. Brazil yeah, no uh, favourites to, to win the, the whole World Cup. 
they have gone from dancing after goals to basically crying because yeah. they're, they're out um, Shattered. really quick. So that was a bit of an upset. Plenty of drama in that game. Then the, the second game, the Netherlands take on Argentina. Argentina go up 2-0 in the game. Messi yeah. puts uh, a penalty away with only 15 minutes left in the game. And then uh, Weg, her, sorry, Weghurst mm. gets substituted on with 10 minutes to go. Scores twice. In- incredible They scenes. scored with in the last 30 seconds. Yeah, 20 seconds on the clock. They, they had left to, to equalise to take it to extra time, which they did. They, they went all out in the last 10 minutes, uh, controlled the game, peppered plenty of shots on goal and finally got the second goal in to take it to extra time. No goals in extra time, go to penalties. Uh, and then the Argentinian goalkeeper, Martinez, did two of the best saves you'll ever see yeah. to, to save Netherlands' first two shots, penalty shots on goal. Uh, Argentina put in four uh, and they go through on penalty shootout. So an unbelievable round of uh, quarterfinals there this morning. Yeah. Um, and it all continues tonight with uh, Morocco taking on Portugal and England taking on France. So plenty of drama, plenty of excitement. Uh, and that's what the World Cup's all about. Yeah, incredible viewing. I, I've just become invested as the weeks have gone on. But basically, once Australia started winning is when I became a, a soccer fan. Uh, I love the way you always think penalty shootouts, they're going to just go it. And a lot of the shots, they're feigned. It's just like they, they feign a big shot and then they just do a little dribbler. And um, it's it's very evasive. Like, it's a, I don't know how the keeper's mindset is, like how you would try and pick where the ball's going to go. If they just, you've just got to commit, I guess. You do. Um, and then, I mean, when you got Messi coming up and he just, when he, when he took his penalty, he just waltzed up. Nice and relaxed, oh. like laconic sort of just swagger, and just put it straight down the middle. Yeah, and then just turning the crowd, arms out. Incredible! I'm the man. Uh, so, I tell you what, you're um, you'd be you'd be pretty nervous standing on the spot. Yeah, taking a, a penalty to either win or lose your your spot in the World Cup. Countries on your shoulders. I watched. You know, again, because I am not the most familiar with soccer until this World Cup has happened. And watching Messi when he played Australia, the way he moved, I've never seen someone move the way he moves. Like, it's like he glides across the ground and is so quick. Well, he's a step ahead of everyone. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Even at uh, his ripe old age of, I think he's about 34, 35. Uh, but he's just, he thinks a couple of seconds quicker than anyone. Yeah. And he moves quicker than anyone. And his first touch is uh is better than everyone so uh he's still doing amazing things on the on the pitch and my height 169 centimeters so the games later on who who are your choices who have you got for us well considering I've, i'm naught from two i'm gonna have to tip morocco <laughs> against portugal and i'm gonna is have that to an tip, upset? uh that will be an upset yeah and i've tipped england to beat france in my other game so i'm gonna have to change that to france to beat england the way i'm going so so anything it- could happen do you think it's okay to cheer for it? Because the 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 motherland are usually our foes. They they're, they're usually the arch rivals, particularly in the Ashes. Is it okay to now cheer for England in the soccer now that Australia are out, or is that not allowed? Uh, that's a good question. 
I think it's okay. Is, you, that, is if, that allowed? If you want to, I feel like that's what you want to do. Thank you, you Daddy. You want to you want to uh, <laughs> get behind the palms? Yeah, I want, I want to get behind the palms. I, I need a team. I need to pick a second team to get behind. So I think I'm, I'm going to get behind the palms. Oh four two seven one five four one double six. We want to hear your favourite moment from the year. Now, particularly if it's a bizarre one. Uh, the, the more bizarre, the better. We've got a text here from Tim. You boys have been a crack up this year. Don't always agree with you, but it's still better than the others. I'm going to take, I'm going to take that. So it's sort of a bit of a drive by, but it's also a compliment. And by the others, I don't know who he's talking about there. It could be anyone. Uh, Tom Lyon, welcome to, so do I read this? Jason from Moorabank. Where did I work before? SC? Oh, that's private. I was, uh, <laughs> I was in, um. A few different industries before here. I, I crawled in um, non-verbal like Bryce last week. Um, yeah, look, reflecting on the year, this was probably one of the biggest moments for me when like, we stopped a Celtics fan. Well, we when I say we, I say the US media stopped a Celtics fan and asked him for his thoughts as they made the playoffs. 2008, I was seven years old. That's the last time we won. I mean, let's go Celtics. I need it. I need it. Let's go. We need to see a bit more of that from Crows and Port fans next year. Just really come in hot. Come in Make hot. Make a few bold predictions. Just live for it. Well, that bloke that was screaming, I, he would have been one of those guys that went and got a, a championship, world championship tattoo before they'd actually won it. I yeah. Premature. 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 Tattoo. High cholesterol as well, he looked like. 2022 <laughs> world champions, the Celtic, Boston Celtics. Yeah. And then they get done. So. Yeah. Well, disappointing for him. Uh, hey, Something during the week, it's been alluded that Jordan Dawson is going to captain the Crows next year. Now, this interests me because it feels like to me that throughout the year they used Dawson, because he's a fantastic player, as a, as a bit of a patch-up job. You know, we need something up forward so he can take a catch. He goes up forward. Need wing, which is where I like him playing on the wing. Uh, fantastic there, best on ground. And then also sweeping half-back, which, I mean, might as well leave that to Tom Dodo. Now they're going to put the captain on him as well. Do you, do you reckon it's a bit much? I reckon they're just going to let him play. Uh, that's a, another good question, Tommy. Look, I, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I think... For Rory Sloan's sake, he's obviously coming back after mm. an ACL, and there, there comes a lot of responsibility and extra, extra attention and an extra, uh, an extra workload. Mm. I'll say, being being a captain of a footy club, and that's what I, I mean. I think where where Rory's at in in his career, probably just to, to focus on on getting back and playing good footy uh, mm. after coming off a, an ACL at his age. I think that'll do him the world of good, not not having to worry about the captaincy. He's going to be a leader anyway. He's going to still yeah. lead the troops and, and set the set the standard on and off the field. So you're going to get that from him anyway. But I don't mind it from Dawson. I think, I think he's mature enough. I think he's got the runs on the board. And I think he will hand – He can. he's a player that You don't can think it will affect the way he plays? No, I think it could help him. I think it really? could help him. It could help okay. take his game to another level. And he's already got, obviously, enormous respect within the playing group mm. with the year that he had coming in to the Adelaide Crows last year uh, because not many people knew about him in Sydney a lot. No, uh, particularly around the country. When they, when they floated his name as a potential target, I had to look him up and had no idea how good he was. 
and now he's made made a real name for himself. I would. My thoughts are Tom Dode is more your straight up and down. You know, be the Nick Maxwell type captain where it doesn't doesn't take anything away from um, Dawson's game. But Dawson could well be like the the Judd mold of captain where he just steps up and um, you know plays even better. The only problem I've got with Tom would be, like, I think he was nearly close to getting dropped this year on form. Mm, yeah. Uh, he did miss a couple of games through injury and being sore. There's what they, what they said, but uh, there were a few whispers that uh, he was close to, to getting dropped anyway. So uh, I think, you know, with that, I mean, you, you need your captain playing each and every, every week. week. And I think uh, Jordan Dawson's all round game, the way you can swing him in multiple roles and he can have so he can have an impact in, in any role he plays. So yeah. uh, I think, I think that's important. And I think he's got enough runs on the board now. He's got, as I said, enormous amount of respect within the footy club after only being there for one year. And I think he's got all the credentials to be the captain of the Crows for the next you know, five to six years, really. Yeah, well, they certainly rolled him out for the for the draftees that night as a sign of uh, where the Adelaide Crows' leadership is headed next. So it'll be interesting to see. I just hope it doesn't affect his game. Uh, according to Bryce Gibbs, it's not going to do anything. It's just going to make him better. So up next, Bryce, we've got the How's Your Grass segment, and I've got an interesting story about my father-in-law. We both have a passion for grass, and there was, some, there was a difference um, – a subtle difference in approach during the week. He popped by to uh, mow my lawns, as your dad, father-in-law, would do. And uh, we're going to talk about that. We've also got our 2023 AFL predictions. Uh, what we see, we're getting out our crystal ball. I was about to say crystal meth, but um, <laughs> getting out our, our – uh, we're going to make some really uh, big predictions there. So it's 9.02. Good morning. Toyota Genuine Accessories, engineered for optimum performance. This is Saturdays in SA with Andrew Hayes and Bryce Gibbs. Good morning. Good to be with you. Saturdays in SA, Bryce Gibbs, Tom Lyon, top of 35 degrees today. Very nice weather for a game of golf if you want to sweat it out. Bryce Gibbs is wearing a stupid little hat and uh, we're having a good time. It's your birthday, yeah, Tommy. It's, uh, I'm getting around look, it. I don't, I don't want to hear about it. You just um, forgot. I pumped you up half an hour ago and yeah, you, said, you looked a bit shocked. I'd rather, I'd rather move. Look, what we're really celebrating is one year together. Our relationship has blossomed. We've become quite close. I talk about you often. I often bang, you know, oh, Bryce said this and Bryce <laughs> said that to my wife and she just wants me to shut up about it. But uh, look, I hope you, have you discussed me with your wife yet? Uh, no, I don't think she knows who you are. <laughs> okay, well, there's Sorry, a, <laughs> that shows a bit of a lopsided nature to, <laughs> to this friendship. Um, right now, we're doing your How's Your Grass segment, thanks to uh, Lawn Hub. Now, these guys, if you need any supplies, get on down to Lawn Hub. Uh, grow the best lawn in the street with Lawn Hub. They've got products priced like the Money Shot, Roots and Shoots, and your favourite... <laughs> premature. <laughs> uh, which funny. which one which one of those are you going to use this week? Uh, I'm I'm going to go with door number two and go with roots and shoots. Okay, yeah, fantastic. I mean, the products, <laughs> their names are fantastic, but they actually work. They are the best products you can get for your grass. Uh, we we want to hear your lawn tips. Um, what you're doing to grow the best grass in Adelaide? Oh four two seven one five four one double six. 
We've had Sam Jacobs give his tips. Uh, we've had my professional tips are uh, using a predominantly a plastic owl and <laughs> positioning him to guard your grass, uh, particularly if you're planting seeds and it stops those stupid little maniac birds um, pecking up all the seeds. Uh, we know Bryce Gibbs doesn't care for lawn, but this week, Bryce, my father-in-law, who's just, he's retired. And you know, when, when men get older, you just got to put the ox in the plow. Like they just want to get to work. You know, they want to do things. And so he popped over to um, mow our lawns and fantastic. Take something off my plate. Un- unexpectedly or just, just let himself in down the, the side gate Actually, and just started, <laughs> started mowing away? You know what? He arrived through the side and I saw him in the yard. <laughs> That's what usually happens. <laughs> That's what, is, is, is it, does your father-in-law do that? Oh four two seven one five four one double six. But I, I want to ask a question because he beautifully sculpted our lawn where he cut all the sides with the the whipper snipper. And then I now look, I'd mowed the lawn about five days earlier <laughs> that morning, <laughs> <clears throat> and he pulls out the lawnmower again. So right. I'm like, okay, so he wants he wants our lawns to be shorter than what they are, which is fine. But if you cut it too short, that it starts dying because you're chopping the tops off. He's mowing the lawns. And he doesn't have the catcher on. So all the dead, this dead cut grass is flying all over the yard and just sitting on top of the lawn. Now, when you, in my opinion, I could be wrong. When you do that, that dries the grass out because the sun sizzles it and then it just, you end up with a few dry patches. But I asked him, do you want a catcher, David? And he goes, I want, uh, I want it to spread all over the grass because it's like a fertiliser. So let us know, 0427 154 166. If you spread your cut grass, it's dead by now, so it's not doing anything for you. But if you let it just sit there on top of your growing grass, does that help or deter the growth of grass? What do you think, Bryce? Uh, yeah, well, I'm not sure. Lucky we've got... Uh a fantastic L- L- listeners. Lawn too, <laughs> to, uh, to re- yeah. research all this, uh, these hard-hitting questions, Tommy. But uh, I've got a text off the text line here. Tommy has a passion for grass, like Bob, Bob Marley, Marley, I reckon. Yeah, there well, might be something in that. We, we all had some crazy times at university. <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's the question. I want to know if that dead grass is actually helping or is, is my father-in-law... Uh, losing his marbles. That's our Housey Grass segment for Lawn Hub. Real lawn fanatics use Lawn Hub fertiliser. Search Lawn Hub online for outstanding lawn results. Bryce Gibbs, we've got a very special guest coming up later in the show. Obviously, Chris Rogers casting his eye over the cricket, but our old mate, Andrew Hayes, he's coming out of the woodwork and he's going to join us. In about half an hour's time, he's going to join us for some predictions and some reflections. I don't know how I feel about this. You're feeling intimidated? A bit. I don't know whether I'm happy or I'm sad. Well, whatever those emotions are, push them back down and we'll, uh, we'll address them <laughs> we'll in five years' time when you're uh, non-verbal again. Good morning, 909, top of 35 degrees. Good to be with you. Toyota Genuine Accessories, engineered for optimum performance. This is Saturdays in SA with Andrew Hayes and Bryce Gibbs.
Good morning. So good to be with you. Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs. Tom Lyon, a top of 35 degrees today. Very nice. We're here for Toyota. Toyota Genuine Service ensures your Toyota vehicle receives expert care and attention from our trained technicians. Coming to you from Studio Lumo, uh, number one King William Street, powered by Lumo Energy. And we've been asking you on the text line 0427-154-166 what your biggest event or most memorable moments have been from the year and this one here from uh no name mike here we go cam smith wins the open and then defects to live i understand the money but still wish he kept flying the flag a bit longer in the opens and um i've got to agree with that one mike because i would like to see him compete a little bit longer there but i mean do you say no to 150 million <laughs> no you don't us? that's the the short answer but i think we will get to a stage where they do combine the two yeah, because you want the best players playing against totally. each other, and I think common sense will prevail eventually, and we'll see these players from both these different competitions mix in and play the big tournaments. Yeah, I, I think it's just a, a blight on the game if you don't have those those very very best competing in both. You know, there can, there can be room for both. Uh, another message here from Jeff Tom: Did you delete your birthday from your? <laughs> Wife. Now, that must be someone who knows me because every year my wife, and this is fun, Bryce, she forgets my birthday. Now, imagine you forget your wife's birthday. Would you be in the doghouse? Well, it's impossible for me to miss Lauren's birthday because she Makes apparently sense. wants a birthday month and yeah, a birthday right. week. And it's like a big event. So leading up to it, I get constantly reminded that it's my birthday, birthday month. month. Yeah, so it's interesting because um, not many women are like that. Uh, but we're, but actually, every woman I've ever met makes a big deal about their own birthday, whereas every <laughs> one of my male friends just doesn't want to raise it. But last year, again, uh, my lovely wife, Jessica, forgot my birthday. And it's a great surprise when you can let them know at 6 p.m. on the day. <laughs> Did you know it's my birthday? Um, so that's a lot of fun. But no, I didn't delete it this year, um, Jeff. She just simply forgot anyway. And then I got a text just there, uh, wishing me well. So that's great. Look, Bryce, it's time for us to get to our 2023 crystal ball. We want to make some predictions because it's all, we got to leave it all on the table, put this into time capsule for when we come back next year. Um, so, so many things up in the air with the AFL next year. So we're, we're going to make our bold predictions, what we think will happen. And I'm going to let you fire away first, Bryce. Uh, where would you like me to start, Tom? Well, who, wh where do you think our SA clubs are going to end up? I think Port will find themselves back in the top eight. I think, yep. obviously, after a slow start this year going Norton five, it was always going to be a, a struggle to to get back from that. And they, they nearly pulled it off really late. They only missed the eight by a game or two, I think, when it was all said and done. And... Uh, a couple of key injuries. I think Scotty Lysette was was a big loss to, to not have your, your number one ruckman, although they did find a way and found one in, in Jeremy Finlayson to step into that role and did unbelievably well. But I think with a fit Scotty Lysette back, we saw Connor Rosie take his game to another level by playing in the midfield. I think players like Zach Butters and Josh Sin yep. have got enormous upside and can have a similar jump in their careers like Rosie did this year. We've seen Jason Horn Francis, the best kid mm. in the land, only 12 months ago, come across 
little bit of a, an injury setback with some surgery, which will hamper his preseason a little bit. But I think he's well and truly determined to come and prove a few wrong. And I think he's going to be in for a big, big year. So I think Port are going to be big jumpers this year. Mm. And I think they'll find themselves finishing in the top eight. Adelaide, I yep. see him improving a little bit as well. Uh, I was unsure on the Crows this year uh, and some of their their list decisions and playing people in certain positions. But <coughs> what what you get from the Crows is you get, you get effort. Yeah. You get energy and effort and... Obviously, with ranking coming in, he, he's he's one like Butters and Sin that can can jump, and, mm. and we already we know his X factor. We know how classy he is, how composed he is. But I think they're going to play him more in the midfield. Which, you know, you mm. think of the Dugowie type players, the the forward uh, X factor players that can go into the midfield and create havoc, run out of stoppage, burst out of stoppage. I think Rochelle will will be better off uh, in his second year. So. Uh, They've they've done well. Their, their forward line looks very potent. Yeah. Obviously, Fogarty took his game to another level. Tex, uh, by all reports, has been training the house down again. So um, Phil Thorpe will, will be better for the run again. So I think that their forward line and, and some of their, their mids will will get the Crows humming again. And I, th- I can see them, I, although I don't think they're going to finish in the top eight, I think they're going to mm. be in that next sort of that bracket, that, bracket, that eight to... Uh, Eight to tenth, eight to eleventh type range. Right. Well, that's that's what interests me there. So, firstly, I have to agree with you two hundred percent with uh, Port Adelaide. Is I, I see them possibly jumping into the top four because they've got so, as you are saying, so many eighteen to twenty four year olds who have got growth left in them. At, um, you know, Horn Francis, Butters, Rosie again, Josh Sin, Willie Rioli is a nice addition to the forward line as well. And I, I'm predicting, maybe hoping that the Crows jump into the eight through sheer getting the maximum out of their squad, they could um, hopefully jump into the top eight. The only thing that concerns me from an Adelaide point of view is the defence. And yeah. the, they did unbelievably well and, and proved people, and like myself, week in, week out, that they could hold up. Um, Jordan Butts, Worrell showed some signs. Yeah. Uh, Nick Murray, these guys, I thought they might struggle against some of the key f- big power forwards. The, the duos, when they've got two yeah, key... The, yeah, the Camerons, the Hawkins, the the Lynches, the Rewalts, when they play these sides, but they held up unbelievably well. So if if they can do that again, that will obviously hold them in good stead, but I'm just worried about Adelaide's defence probably more so than than uh, than anything. Yeah, it feels like they're lacking a star, one more star tall back in, in defence. Um, what interests me with how it plays out next year is the amount of sides that I've I've got written down here who are vying for making the eight. So we've got Geelong, Sydney, say Port, and I, I reckon Carlton will jump into the top four. So I'm sure you're pleased to hear that, Bryce. Uh, Melbourne as well. So these are sort of, you know, top four or five sides. And then have a listen to this. Sydney, Collingwood, Frio, Adelaide, if they play to their potential, Richmond, Bulldogs, Gold Coast and the Bombers, all expecting, all going into next year thinking, yep, we're going to make the eight. Well, it's going to make for a pretty good comp, I think, yeah. next year. We saw even last year, uh, and it, it happens most most years. There's no real easy games. Although there are a couple of teams like the Kangaroos, like how Hawthorne going to go mm. with them, all their experienced players Babies. exiting, uh, that could really hurt them or it could actually help them because it's when you've got 22 young guys running around just having a crack uh, anything can happen it's, yeah. it's very unexpected so 
I, I tend to agree with you, Tommy. My, my numbers, I sort of had Brisbane, Carlton, Melbourne, Geelong, sort of top four. Mm. Uh, then the next lot in the top eight, Collingwood, Sydney, Port, Frio. The, the teams just outside of that, I've got Richmond, the Bulldogs and Adelaide. Then the next bracket I've just written down, who cares? <laughs> I think that's they're, they're irrelevant. And then the spoon I've Very got. Very professional again. I've got uh, the Ruse and the Hawks finishing wooden spoon. Competing for that spoon. I, yep. Yeah, I, I see the Hawks uh, claiming that spoon because uh, I was hearing during the week, their average age is 22.5 years old. So that's... That's Adelaide were the youngest side squad last year and theirs was um, tw- late 23s or something. So Hawthorne 22, that's just, you know, yeah, unheard of it's almost. Young. It's young. And, I mean, I hope Sam Mitchell proves a lot of people wrong this year in what he's doing and, mm. and his plans. And they, they might be in for a tough year potentially but could reap the rewards in the next two to three, four years. But, yeah. Uh, I think they're going to be up against it this year. You can't take all that experience out, all those games played, uh, you know, premiership players in there mm. as well, and then expect them to be really competitive. But I know Sam Mitchell's a, he's a pretty good operator by all reports, and mm. uh, I do hope he proves a lot wrong. But I think the Hawks are going to be up against it this year. Yeah, they're they're in for which some is no pain. surprise. That's not a bold yeah. statement to make, but. Yeah. No, not not quite as bold as your other statements there. But um, the Hawks, are, yeah, in for a, some pain, but they're going about it the right way for a list builder. They're not doing, say, what a St Kilda is doing, where I've just got them in garbage land, dying a slow death. Like, I don't know what they're, you know, they've got a few good players, but I, I feel like they're, they're all in their late 20s and it's not going to happen for them anytime soon. No, and... Max King goes down as well. Yeah. Your best player, your franchise player, your big key forward. He will get back when that will be, round five, six, seven, who knows. And and that's if he's rehab and he has no complications with the surgery and and uh, no mishaps along the way with that shoulder. But, uh, yeah, how much influence is Ross going to have on this, this group too? Mm. Uh, will he be the same coach? He was all those years ago. He's apparently going to be nicer. Nicer, okay. Whether that works or not, who <laughs> yeah. knows. But uh, yeah, they're they're in a bit of no man's land. I think St Kilda at the moment. Yeah, well, if anyone's going to get the best out of him, it'll probably be Russ Lyon. Uh, those are our crystal ball tips. We're going to pop them in a time capsule and come back to them and um, probably embarrass ourselves next year when we hear it back. But let us know. Oh four two seven one five four one double six. Did we miss something? Did we hit the nail on the head, Bryce Gibbs? Or is there something that, that we have missed that you want to let us know? Uh, flick us a text or even give us a call on one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Almost said seven three six like our old mate um, <laughs> Andrew Hayes, who's going to be actually joining us to reflect on the year and uh, cast his eyes ahead as well. It'd be interesting to see here how he's going. Now he's moving up in the world, um, no longer stripping, and uh, <laughs> got his tentacles all over the media in Adelaide. So we're looking forward to hearing from him very soon. Uh, it's nine twenty five, top of thirty five degrees today. Very nice. Toyota Genuine Accessories, engineered for optimum performance. This is Saturdays in SA with Andrew Hayes and Bryce Gibbs.
Good morning. Welcome along to your Saturday. Bryce Gibbs, Tom Lyon with you here from Studio Lumo, powered by Lumo Energy, number one King William Street. We're also here for Toyota. Genuine accessories engineered for optimum performance, working with the vehicle as an integrated system. Now, Bryce Gibbs, it's time for to just take a look back. We've uh, we've been doing this for about eight months. It's been a big year. Uh, there have been a few uh, unhinged moments and a few, obviously the the big sporting moments. You know, Geelong. We know about these Geelong nursing home winning the um, grand final and uh, Cam Smith defecting uh, to live. But we're going to have a look at some of the more unique moments from this year. We are, Tommy, and then as you said, they're not necessarily going to be the biggest stories of the year, but the most interesting. A few with a with a bit of colour and a mm. bit of uh, theatre behind them. So, I think we're going to, we're going to do this after the news. You are damn right, Bryce. Thank you for running <laughs> running a very tight ship. We're going to be doing that up next after the news. Top of thirty five degrees today is bang on nine thirty. <laughs> this is Saturdays in SA. With Andrew Hayes and Bryce Gibbs. So good to be with you this lovely Saturday morning. It's Tom Lyon, Bryce Gibbs, top of 35 degrees today. And we're here for Toyota. Toyota, genuine accessories engineered for optimum performance, working with the vehicle as an integrated system. Bryce, it's been a big year. We've got plenty to reflect on. There were the big sporting events, the ones that everyone knows, and then we've got some unhinged moments and um, some stuff that basically is going to make us laugh. We certainly do. And yeah, that's what we're all about on a Saturday morning. That's having right. a bit of fun with it. Keeping it light and bright because Starting it is. Starting everyone's weekend because this is the time well, yeah. when you start living your lifetime. We've it, always said that. It's most certainly it's been is. the motto all year. <laughs> we, we've never veered away from it. You know our teams, they, they write down a slogan uh, at the beginning of the year, something to live and die by. Ours has always been start living your life. Now. Our values that we live by here on uh, SEN, yeah. SA. Yeah, you're dormant, you're asleep, nine to five crap through the week. It's just when you wake up Saturday mornings, that's when you you feel alive. So some of the most unhinged and memorable moments from 2022. I've got to start it off, Bryce, with uh, Luke Beveridge versus Tom Morris. Now, Tom Morris was pretty much doing his job, broke the news of... um. The Bulldogs team, Lockie Hunter, was was going to be an omission ahead of their Melbourne game. Now, admittedly, Tom Morris is a Melbourne fan. Uh, post-match, Bevo went toe-to-toe with him. Is that just normal round one preparation to you know, be uncertain, I guess, how you're going to prepare? You've got the nerve to ask me a question and even be here. <laughs> so you've been preying on us the last two times. You barracked for Melbourne, Tom Morris. You've been opening us up causing turmoil within our football club by declaring our team well before it needs to be declared. Is that the way Fox want you to operate? Yeah, is that I'm what not... you're doing? Is that the gutter journalist you want to be? No. Is that, is that who you want to be? <laughs> you let me answer, right? So Won't let him out. So now, now that Luke Beveridge has done that a couple of times. So he's got form, but there's the real sting in the tail here, Bryce, was when there was audio leaks of, of Tom Morris saying some quite misogynistic things. So it, it appears Beveridge has friends in higher places because uh, Tommy lost his job at Fox. Now, the question for you is, was he good enough ta- talent? Do you see him landing somewhere else, Tom Morris? Well, I mean, he was certainly there and abouts as probably one of the best mm. or breaking journos in the industry at the time. And Luke Beveridge obviously took offence to some of the stuff <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> clearly that uh, he was reporting on about the doggies. But um, 
he just sort of jumped off the face of the earth, didn't he? I mean, obviously found himself in some hot, hot water, water. Uh, to say the least, and and yeah, so he should have lost his job after after that incident. Mm. But uh, I have not heard his name since. No, he's just well, disappeared he, into the abyss. He has knowing the process of these things when they happen, he will bounce back. I mean, he's got a bit of the smarmy private schoolboy vibes, but he's definitely a good operator as far as journalism is concerned. He's he's very sharp. So I, I'm going to give him the go ahead to to have a redeeming chance and land somewhere new in 2023. Um, the second one I've got here is um, Mum of the Year nomination. Tom and Sam DeConing's mum at the AFL Awards night, she stole the show when they asked about what she was doing uh, when she watched her boys play. What about when Tom and Sam played against each other this year? Well, we were lucky. We were drunk in a bar in Bali, so it was okay. <laughs> you know, lucky in the sense that you didn't remember it or...? Every t- every time, like, Geelong got a goal, we went, yay! And every time Carlton got a goal, we went, yay! You know, and it was great. And then there was the whole table of Geelong supporters at the, the end that shouted drinks for us when they won, so we were happy. <laughs> <laughs> she, she represents everything I love about a mum. It felt like, when I saw that, it felt like home. It reminded me of my childhood. She's just mum of the year in my eyes. Uh, do you have any memories of your mum being lit, Bryce? Yeah, I do. Those, <laughs> that audio clip was terrific, wasn't it? That was, it wasn't the only uh, interview where she just let things fly and yeah. went a bit loose with uh, with it. And so you, you love you love to see that. Um, but I certainly do. I took my mum to the Brownlow one year. Right. Uh, it was in 2010 and it just happened to be the year that Chris Judd claimed his second Brownlow medal. So you can imagine... Yeah, the thrill of that being on the table of the winner. I think mm. I was sitting next to the great man uh, at the time. Mm. But uh, so for Mum to to enjoy that experience, and then obviously he won, and we found ourselves in the mahogany room at the at the Crown Casino, nice. um, kicking on the celebrations, and it was all laid on for us. Obviously, Juddy Juddy winning it, it was a, it was a good time, and. Mum certainly took advantage of that, and I, I turned around <laughs> at one stage in the early hours of the morning. Uh, Tuesday morning it was. She's macking on with Juddy. <laughs> yeah, close. Uh, to see her uh, leaning back in a in a like a a chair, like a, one of those lazy boy chairs, yeah. just puffing down a cigar oh, with nice. a scotch in one hand, just living her best life. The queen. It was brilliant oh, to see. It's from it's Jules. Good to see mums out there just setting the world on fire. My my mum. Um, I've got a couple of memories of her being quite lit, but uh, one. But the one that sticks out most is when I was about ten. We went to a crows game. You remember the the shed and the um, bar that was there that people would hang out by the side of Footy Park. Uh, they. They always used to go back there, my mum and dad, and this night they had a band performing and mum was dragged up on stage and she was, I think it was a Macarena or something, and um, what happened, she ended up kind of like toppling off the stage and it was lucky there was a bit of a mattress there and she was bang on her bottom there. So um, good memories of mum's. Bryce, moments from this year. What have you got for me? Uh, well, we can quickly touch on two of our very own in Kane Corns and David King. They, Ooh, uh, yeah. Their segments on Fridays called Fireball Fridays. They yeah. usually go toe-to-toe and have uh, pretty feisty debates. Yeah. This is when they were fighting over Kane's criticism of, of North Melbourne's list management. 
So uh, I'm not. If, if, no, well, no, no. You let me. Let me just. If you're going to talk about the, the decisions that they've made over four years, you have to I make didn't. sure. I said over the, the last two years, I didn't go back to. Four but he hasn't years. been I there this, the so, last. So the, the one last year, two years. He hasn't been the list boss this year. So the two years is even wrong. But I haven't been critical of this year's draft picks or this year's trade. They're giving me real married couple vibes there. Well, yeah, they just uh, they just love going toe to toe. I don't know. I'm actually curious though. Are they actually mates, or they uh, they do oppose each other, and they they just put yeah. them in a room together, or and just let them go toe to toe? Well, that's I've heard. That's why Kane has to broadcast from Adelaide, and uh, Kingy has there to. You go. Yeah, they need to separate them different states while the uh, the yeah. they're hosting their shows because they could want to grab each other by the throat. Absolutely. You you take those words that they're saying and place it on any husband and wife and that were, they, they sound like husband and wife. I'm looking forward to um, what they're going to bring next year. I think it's going to be a few more fights there. A uh, message here from, we're going to call him Rick. Tommy Gibbsy was sort of unhinged last week, a non-verbal unhinged. Well, if you're just tuning in for the first time, <laughs> if you're just, that. I'm deleting that off the audio. Well, file. we got to utilize it while we can. But yeah, Gibbsy was non-verbal last week. In the next three to five years, the these players could be <laughs> yeah replacements for your Dixons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah, they're doing some very nice things at Port Adelaide. <laughs> bow bow. Yeah, the uh, um, Dixons. The uh, um, what's his name? Again? There was just the mo- you know that moment that uh, your brain left the building. I could I could feel it. I saw him walking out on the street. Uh, Gibber, this fan made us all smile for the Boston Celtics. He uh, was magnificent. I think we need to inject a little bit more of this into our South Australian footy fans. Two thousand eight. I was seven years old. <laughs> That's the last time we won. I mean, let's go Celtics. I need it. I need it. Let's go. Bryce, we need we need more of that guy next year. Well, why don't you set the tone for the, the Adelaide Football Club and we get you just walking down King Will Street. Yeah. Megaphone. After the show. And I need it. Just start going nuts. I need us to come out <laughs> of the top, the bottom four. That's what I need. Just anything, please. What else have you got for us, Gibber? Uh, well, let's go to a couple of feel-good stories. Yeah. Uh, the T20 World Cup, Virat yeah. Kohli's yeah. innings against Pakistan. Very good. That, that was, was unbelievable in front of 80-odd thousand at the MCG. Yeah, that was. that's what cricket's all about. I'd love to see our Australian cricket fans um, embrace a bit of that. Certainly was. Uh, what else have we got here, Tom? Ollie Hoare, um, he won the uh, Commonwealth Gold Medal. Text here from Jared. I loved Ollie Hoare's Commonwealth Gold. Not enough recognition to our athletes. We need to spread the love a bit more. Bruce McAvaney's call, always iconic. Well, Jared, you're lucky that we got this one up here. Hoare not done with yet. Whiteman's gone a long way from home. Kip Sanchurioit. Hoare lifting here. Lifting with a big run into the stretch. Whiteman leads. Ollie Hoare's coming with a mighty run with Chariot. The Aussies are charged. Chariot goes up. Here comes Ollie Hoare with a flashing run. I reckon he's going to get this. He's won it. He's done what Herb did in 1958. Oh, it's an extraordinary moment in Australian sport. It's one of those. Does Bruce give you the tingles? I just got goosebumps. He's, Every time. He's the goat, isn't he? He's the, so good. And the way underrated is how he improvises. There was one time Buddy Franklin was running through the middle of the MCG. Someone fell over 
in um, Carl Hooker, I think it was. Yeah, oh no, that was another one. Was it was another someone one. fell over in front of him, oh, yep. and he just goes, "Buddy gets a hurdle," yep, and uh, kicks an MCG special. So um, yeah, I would love to see Bruce make a comeback to Friday Night Footy. That would be a dream come true. But look, those are our unhinged moments from 2022. I mean, there's a, there's a lot more. So uh, text us in. Uh, if anything comes to mind, 0427 154 166. We are here from Studio Lumo, powered by Lumo Energy and also our friends at Toyota. Toyota Genuine Accessories, engineered for optimum performance, working with the vehicle as an integrated system. Now, Bryce, yes, Tom. up next, our good friend Andrew Hayes is going to be doing a victory lap. He's back. He, well, he added a fantastic last show. Everyone gathered round. And uh, he thought, no, that's not that's not enough. I need to um, just leave it one more mark here. Well, we did think we were having him on a couple of weeks ago to to send him off on our show here on Saturdays in SA, but uh, I said, no, nah, I'm done. Yeah, just and bigger ha- and better things. And I haven't heard from him since. No, so it's going to be interesting to hear from him, hear what he's been up to, and also where he's going to uh, cast his eye forward with some predictions. And we've got a special little reflection uh, driven by yourself, Bryce Gibbs, that we're going to get into. Toyota Genuine Accessories, engineered for optimum performance. (laughs) This is Saturdays in SA with Andrew Hayes and Bryce Gibbs. Tom Lyon, Bryce Gibbs with you this morning on Saturdays in SA. Beautiful day ahead at 35 degrees. And on the line right now, Bryce, we've got a man uh, who is spreading his wings to fly. He's... um, He's launching his career into the stratosphere. He's, he's left us in the lurch. Andrew Hayes, have we got you there? Yeah, sorry. Who's this? <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. Welcome. How are you guys? How are we, how are we feeling this morning? Oh, mate, so much better since you've left. But um, <laughs> honestly, we're, we're, uh, we couldn't do this year's last show without you. If you could just turn off your speaker in the background there. Um, I know you're a professional in this industry, so you would know that that's reflecting back to us. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How's that great, man? Uh, that's it seems like something we should have gone through before we went to air, yeah? <laughs> yeah, maybe we should have touched base. But, um, hey, see, we've brought you back for some predictions and some uh, some reminiscing. I feel like, you know, when you you get uh, the, the octopus to predict, you know, what's going to yeah. happen and they, they crawl over, <laughs> wrap their arms around. Hazy's like the octopus when his tentacles are all over the Adelaide media circuit, Bryce. Before we get into it, how, how are you, Hazy? Are you, are you enjoying, how is the time off going? Spending a bit more time with the family, enjoying some sleep-ins? What's been going on? I tell you what, Gibbsy, I'm an absolute new man. But um, <laughs> just to throw back at you, can Tommy, can you give me a bit of an update on what last week's show was like? Because the Christmas oh. party was last week on a Friday night, and I had all sorts of things I had to get to. And yeah. I still had plans to catch up with you guys, but you, you ditched me harder than I ditched you both. <laughs> and I've messaged you Miles Fitzner at about midnight. 12 o'clock, I've sent Miles Fitzner a bit of a text, and he said, right, we're going to Electric Circus. Uh, I've got Gibbsy here. Gibbsy's whole family is coming to Electric Circus. <laughs> and I felt like saying, sorry, mate, I'm not going to um, EC because I'm above the age of 18 and I don't drink cruises <laughs> anymore. Yeah. So Bryce, by all reports, and his whole family and Miles Fitzner 
just um, doing whatever the hell it is you do at Electric Circus till all hours of the morning. And then I see that you boys fronted up the next day to do the show. How the hell did you do that? Well, we almost didn't do it. Bryce crawled in on all fours, basically. He slept through his alarm and miraculously transported his um, physical body to the studio uh, on a bus, um, <laughs> he was nonverbal. Uh, the, the the best way I can put it, Hazy, he was nonverbal. There were points where he forgot where he was, and um, yeah. But look, he had a good time with Calvin Harris, that's for sure. Hey, listen, we're uh, we're, we're living he was in the moment. Nonverbal. How good's that for radio? We're, we're living in we're living in the moment. We're not reflecting yeah. on the past. So I'm going to get into something here. Okay. I've actually, uh, Hazy, as you know, this year our the songs, Tommy's songs, have been a huge part of of the show. So I've put together a little montage of, of the 10-plus songs that Tommy Tommy put together for us. Some extremely stupid, but some <laughs> of them have turned into platinum hits. Mm. So I've just put a little uh, montage together. Uh, let's uh, listen to this and, and reflect on what's been a big part of the show uh, on Saturdays here in SA. Beautiful. Goodbye, pod power. Goodbye, season. Not too slow. That's great, put out a lane, have missed C eight. Now their fans have got to find something else to pass the time to next season. Arasio's body's gone, where did it go wrong? Defense game plans lower than my broadband. Umpire descends. Hallelujah, umpire descends. Amen. He's gonna <laughs> blow up with regret and hear the whistle of descent. Some people had doubts about him, but he's a key forward in a shit house team. Fuggerty! Long down the line, Fuggerty! Yes! Is not stalling! Put your arms up, Darcy Fuggerty! Darcy Fuggerty! I'm sorry, Luke Jackson. There is no deal. Stephen mate might miss a game or two. Got a remorseful attitude. We're really good mates. These guys go crazy when they're drinking wine in the bye bye bye. Essendon's got a club review. Geelong's average age is 42. Whoa, whoa. But they sleep like babies when they rest their legs in the bye bye bye. Frank can come right down to your hometown to put Adelaide's salary. Recap out Overpaid but it's worth it For the home crowd Worry Led will be jealous when he finds out Rankin, Rankin, pleasure, pleasure Rankin, pleasure Rankin, pleasure He'll explode So bring him home To Adelaide And the crows Horn Francis Needs his mama to bring him home to the cross. Tell me, Bryce, tell me, sweet little Bryce, when they dropped you, was it justified? Did it start with Don Pike? No, no, we really had changes most weeks. Tell me, Bryce. Ooh, I'm naked. You've actually got blood flow with shoes. It's okay to be in love. Well, we will. Hey, Zach, packing his bags for shit time. Selling his salt in over 919. <laughs> I used to be on left and then. Now I still love you. 
That's why I'm singing this song And I'll get you Saturday hosting job Now that Hazy is gone All right, goodbye. <laughs> 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 stuff to say. Uh, wow, I'm exhausted listening to that. There's the memories. Tuesday have been busy, Tom. What a big year it's been for you. Hey, Gibbsy, I don't know if you can um, if you can agree with me on this or not, but did Tommy peak too early? The first song, which was about Bryce Gibbs, <laughs> Sweet Little Bryce, and we thought, this is just majestic. And yeah. I, I just, I don't want to say it, but did you did you hit your home run first up and then fail to get the form after that? Because it's bloody good, yeah. but geez, you set the bar high early. You know what it was? I had weeks to prepare that song, and then time pressures, life just sort of got in the way. And so I developed more of a system to just kind of spit them out and um, yeah. get some consistency. But, yeah, you could be right there, Hazy. No, no, it was very good, though, Tommy. Your effort's outstanding. I've got to say as well, a new pr- appreciation for just the sound of a crow. So oh. I, I didn't know that <laughs> a single sound of a crow could add so much to a musical item like so even now when I'm listening to music and you, you love music by like Jax Jones and Dua Lipa and stuff like that, Tommy, sometimes I, I sit there now, thanks to you, and think, you know what this needs? A bit of crow. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that crow just became more and more useful as the year, as the year went on. I was just utilising it to the maximum. I, I've got a feeling he'll make an uh, appearance again next year. That little guy. Now, Hazy, we were just talking a bit before about our predictions for 2023. We got our crystal ball and rubbed it, rubbed it for a while and uh, came up with a few predictions, as you would have heard. What, what do you see happening next year? Oh, I don't want to be – I'd love to say something outrageous, like a team outside <laughs> the top for a win, but how, how can you not – how could you predict against DeLong? I know they've lost Joel Selwood, but Bose and everything oh. else that's come with it. Like, how, how can you make a case – that Geelong won't win. That, that's what I want to know. Like, who's not tipping Geelong? Who have you watched? Well, what, what about this? I, I say the spirit of Selwood theory because Selwood leaving, I reckon, takes a huge emotional, you know, oh, God, that was massive this year and winning it for him and his leadership uh, exiting the club. I reckon that they won't be quite as good without his um, spirit there. Yeah, I just don't think he's even that good of a player. I'm just kidding. He's one of the <laughs> yeah. greatest that's ever kicked a football. Um, but I just think that but everyone else, like for some bloody unknown reason, Tom Hawkins um, will peak by the age of about 40, I reckon, the way he's yeah. going. And Isaac Smith, he's got at least one, maybe two good years. All these older blokes who potentially would be winding down, they're just getting better and better because they're having fun with their footy. And the young blokes that are coming through are going to keep on emerging. And everyone now wants to play for Geelong. Like, this is – they're potentially going to go through they, – they could potentially go through this little Hawthorne dynasty again, and that's obviously after Geelong's first dynasty. But, geez, Catland would be a good place to be. Yeah, well, the, the only thing I've got an issue with, with is if they don't get off to a good start because they got off to such a good start this year. They, they were able to rest some of their veterans and, and older players – uh, as they needed because they already had the wins in the bank. If they get off to a bit of a slow start, get a couple of injuries, uh, that could probably be the only thing that'll that'll undo them a little bit. But uh, they're certainly going to be in the top four again and, and will be right up there. There's no doubt about that. Hey, Andrew Hayes, so good to hear from you. Uh, in all honesty, you know, this has been uh, my favourite day of the week by far, uh, spending it with you and spending it with Gibber. And we know you're uh, onwards and upwards in the world now. So um, I, I just do think it's important that you give away the stripping career because there will be good coin coming your way from FM Radio. 
<laughs> well, coincidentally as well, uh, Tommy, I, I might have missed over the last sort of couple of weeks, or certainly over the last year or so. There's this little belly that's starting to creep over the belt a little bit more, and yeah. from my research and from my um, yeah, from my previous experience, um, that doesn't do you any favours when you're trying to be a top line stripper. A little belly, they don't like that. Well, I don't see it getting in your way, mate. But um, yeah, incredibly deep belly button as well. That's why you keep doing memory. your car phaser. You're, you're a little <laughs> bit heavier than you used to. Yeah, it really is. It just never ends, does it? it? Goes for miles and miles. Hey, boys, congratulations in the last couple of weeks as well. So. I mean, all good for next year. What's the go? Are we are we locked in, or is this a? We're back mid January. We'll be back. Yes, there you go. Congratulations. Hey, um, thanks so I'll much. Be listening first and foremost, and Tommy as well. Congratulations for you. I know you're doing the best, but keep on trying to manage all the texts and the calls, and try to get through all of them before ten thirty. <laughs> just do your best. Well, I'll just read well, run off the top here, Hazy. Can't believe you guys are giving this trader airtime. The show has never been better since he left. So uh, <laughs> that's uh, ironic that you've, you've, you've gone to the text line. Hey, another good thing as well. It's uh, 10 a.m., so we've got to get to the news now. If this was Hazy sitting in this chair, we would have kept talking for another 10 minutes and people wouldn't have had their fix of the news. So, Hazy, au revoir. Uh, love you and leave you. So good to chat. Thank you, Andrew. What are you talking about? It's 10.02. We've still got nine minutes to play, don't we? <laughs> Good on you, boys. See you, bud. Toyota Genuine Accessories, engineered for optimum performance. This is Saturdays in SA with Andrew Hayes and Bryce Gibbs. Bryce Gibbs, Tom Line with you this morning, uh, all for Toyota. Of course, Toyota Genuine Accessories, engineered for optimum performance, working with the vehicle as an integrated system. Beautiful top today of 35 degrees. Make sure you wear your sunscreen. And Bryce, it was a dramatic night of World Cup action, wasn't it? Yeah, it certainly was. And they're coming for me on Twitter because I put my predictions out for the rest of the World Cup tournament and I've gone zero from two overnight. I tipped Brazil to beat Croatia (laughs) and I tipped the Netherlands to upset Argentina and both of those sides lost, (laughs) albeit on penalties. So it wasn't far off, but uh, Croatia certainly upset Brazil uh, and Argentina, or the Netherlands nearly pinched it late, Mm. scoring uh, two goals to uh, equalise uh, the the score, they were uh, they scored with about twenty seconds to go in that game, taking the game to overtime, then to penalties. Lionel Messi stood up again, but uh, yeah, both games filled with drama, mm. filled with excitement, ecstasy, and agony as well. So, a um, couple of ripping results, and it continues tonight with uh, Morocco playing Portugal. And the big one, England playing France, that will no doubt be a cracker as well. So plenty happening uh, in the World Cup space. Yeah, and uh, just what amazes me is how tricky those penalty shots are. Like every time I think they're just going to nail it to the back of the net with a with a strong strike and uh, particularly Messi, he just dribbles them and um, baffles them with, them with his magic. He, he certainly is. But uh, what is going on at the moment, Tommy, the, the second test just down yeah. here, down the road here at Adelaide Oval. And the Aussies are back on top and uh, we've got one SEN's own, Chris Rogers, on the line here to uh, talk us through it. Yeah, he's uh, actually just still getting on the line as producer Jace tries to scoop him up there. He may be sleeping in at the uh, the Ritz over the road there. But um, 
You know, it's quite predictable, the, the, the way the tests are going. We're getting a few texts, actually, people yearning for the old days of the West Indies when they were a powerful side. And it, it'd be good to um, see them put in place some systems in that country to uh, pay them enough to keep that test side together. To uh, I guess it's a problem that um, every country is facing where guys are going to India and um, juggling quite a, a cricket schedule. So, uh, But particularly for the West Indies, they need to work on their systems over there. Well, I, th- I read something a couple of days ago that they've cut some funding for, for their test squad and their, their mm. test program so that they can invest more in focusing on T20. So uh, they're, they're obviously they're, they're not the powerhouse that they used to be and we, we would love to see a West Indies team, uh, a test team back up and firing because some of those rivalries we had with them over the years were, were unbelievable. But mm. from, from an Australian point of view, it was nice for um, Steve Smith just to get out nice and early and yeah. finally for uh, Labergine and uh, our man... Uh, head to, to just to get out, give someone else a bat because of yeah. a couple of the middle middle order guys, you know, Alex Carey's and, and these these types haven't had a bat yet. Yeah, yeah. In this series, so uh, we saw Carey throw throw the, the willow at uh, at, yeah. the, at the ball yesterday. Made a quick five forty. So um, yeah, it was nice for those guys to go out for a change. Absolutely, to see um, our South Aussie boys as well. Travis Head just dominating. Seeing them like beach balls at the moment is oh. Travis Head. Incredible to watch Head and um, and Kerry as well. I feel like he's uh, consolidating his spot, really consolidating his spot. He's been – last year he dropped a few catches that he should have taken and I reckon there was a bit of nerves going on and so, something with test match cricket, you, the focus has to be there all day long. And he's now – it was really the gloves that, that are the main question and he started to take them all. And he's doing very well with the bat. Over the past three months, he's gotten plenty of scores. Now, our friend Chris Rogers, I have a feeling, is still vertical in bed, horizontal in bed, um, with the call team, of course, over there, SEN. So you can tune into the cricket later on today with Jared Waitley, uh, Chris Rogers, and our good friend Barat Sundarason giving the best analysis in the game. Uh, but Bryce... Some news I read last night. Collingwood star Jordan DeGoe is recovering at home after suffering a, a bone infection that required uh, treatment in hospital. So he's going to be out for a couple of months. Have you heard of that before, bone infection? Uh, no, I haven't, <laughs> Tom. So off the back of surgery. Yeah, he's uh, it's he's recovering at home. Um, he, he required treatment so for it. So I don't know how you get a bone infection, but it would have to be surgery, wouldn't it? You'd think so. So yeah. they're not, not ideal for for Dugowie or Collingwood, but luckily it's only December still. So mm. there is plenty of time for him to get back. And I think um, Moore as well has gone. Sorry, gone that's who surgery. I meant, Darcy Moore. Oh, Darcy Moore. Yeah. Dugowie is out as well with, with surgery. Is he? He has had yeah. a little clean out. Uh, so Darcy Moore, there you go. So yeah. Those two are on the sidelines for a couple of months, but uh, yeah, giving it given it's only December, there is a bit of time for them to. Yeah. Hey, speaking of Jordan Dugowie, he had uh, quite a twenty twenty two. You know, you'd think he uh, would leave it at B after the stuff in New York and and uh, you know Bali, little, I think a little bit handsy, but then he uh, said, "Nah, nah, I've got more. I've got more left in me." He uh, then goes to Bali. Now, Jordan Dugowie is going to be a feature 
of our quiz up next. It's going to be Bryce Gibbs v. Jason Regan, our uh, amazing producer behind the scenes there. We're going to do a quiz reflecting on 2022. You don't want to miss it. It's uh, 10.10 right now, top of 35 degrees. We'll be back with you in a moment. This is Saturdays in SA with Andrew Hayes and Bryce Gibbs. Yeah, Tom Lyon, Bryce Gibbs with you this morning and a very special guest in our studio right now, our rolled gold rock star producer, Jason Regan. Good morning, Jason. Mate, I uh, I don't know what to say after an intro like that, except <laughs> <laughs> this should be a public holiday. Oh, absolutely. Look, it's good. Um, thank you for all the... Um, the celebrations this morning is my birthday. Uh, I prefer not to make a big deal out of it, but Bryce has brought in a shonky cake with that. a number one on it. And now, a party hat. So to paint a picture, there's these stupid party hats that Bryce has been wearing all morning. And uh, and the streamers, it's all, it's all happening. It just hit me too, Tommy. 41 today? Uh, no, 58. 58. Looking, looking very young. Uh, uh, I'm over 40. I'm not going to go exactly. So... Gibbs here is the whippersnapper of the group. Yes. Well, Gibbsy, you are three years younger than me and at 33, are you? Didn't look it last week, mate. 80, yeah, 89, baby. 89, baby. Yes, I'm, I'm an 85, baby. So, um, yeah, got light years on you. But as they say, this is the most generic thing that you could ever hear someone say, but age is only a number because I feel the same as I did last year. I feel the same as I did when I was, you know, 20, 27, so... Um, not looking forward to when it uh, catches up with me, though, and gets harder to get out of bed. Do you get that, Jason? Uh, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> every day is a struggle, particularly when you've got to come in and work with uh, Miles and Bryce. Yeah. Monday through God, Thursday. God, that'd no, be depressing. A He's a joy. He's a joy, yeah. especially after three coffees. But what's the go with this quiz, mate? <laughs> okay, we're doing a quiz to reflect on the year 2022, just to test if you guys have been paying attention. So your buzzers are going to be uh, Gibber Gibber. Test your buzzer. Gibber Gibber. And Jason, as a as a gentle nod to our old friend Hazy, who we just had on, uh, your buzzer's going to be Hazy Boy. Hazy Boy, <laughs> love it. Okay, excellent. Question number one. What are we first to f- first three? to five? First yeah, to five, first right to five. Okay. Depending on All timing. Right. I'm going to loosen know. up here. Here we go. Loosen up. Okay, open your mind. You got to be free, free and willing. Uh, now, question number one. Name this year's rising star winner. Give a give a. Yes, Bryce Gibbs. Uh, Nick Dacos. Fantastic. So, I, th- I was going to say Josh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, off to a flyer, Bryce Gibbs. Uh, no, question number two. This year, Buddy Franklin kicked his 1,000th goal against Geelong at the SCG. Uh, which year did Buddy make his AFL debut? Hazy Boy. Hazy Boy. Yes, Jason. Oh, six. Okay, Fred, there's a free shot for you, Bryce Gibbs. Gibber, gibber. Yes. Okay, well, I'm going to count you both out for that one. It was actually, he was drafted in 2004, uh, played his first game. 2004. God, had it surrounded. Now, um, follow on question from that. He was drafted in 2004 with pick four. Who was drafted one pick before Buddy Franklin? Gibber, gibber. Yes. Richard Townsend. Oh, hey, hey. I refuse to answer us. that question out that of uh, yeah. respect. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> How's living living with that tag, being drafted one before? Um, but he did, in the end, come back to save the Adelaide Crows, uh, Richard Tambling. <laughs> Jeez, I better get a move on here. Uh, yeah, look, you've got plenty Don't of give chances. Me a head start, Jace. 
Don't give him a head start. He's very competitive. Nearest the pin. How many debutantes did the Crows blood this year? And you'll get an extra point for each name you give. Oh, all right. Um, Remember uh, your buzzers? Uh, hazy boy. Okay, That's right. far okay. away. How Let's many? Have a crack. First, how many? Eight. Okay, I'm going to go to Bryce now. How many debutantes? I'll say four. Okay, well, unfortunately for you, hazy boy, <laughs> <laughs> Bryce Gibbs hits the nail on the right head on with it. four. Okay, I'm going to give you a bonus point for naming them. Can you name the four players? Uh, Rochelle. Yeah. You're running out of time. Pistol Parnell. Yeah. Two. Two. You're going to need two more. You're running out of time. Yeah. uh, Dawson. Well, I didn't count him because oh, he's controversy. A, because he's played AFL. I'm talking about guys who debuted. That means for he the was wrong. Time. Yep. No, he's uh, look. He's taking too long. But look, That's the other two Saligo. were Saligo. Yep, and Lucky Golland. But yeah, that was a, that was a tough one. Um, okay. Audio question. Who is David King talking about here? I think this is one of the most poorly advised players right Hazy now. Boy. That yes. I've seen for some time. That's Horn Francis. Oh, he's off the mark. Nice, Jason. Yeah. Jason. Uh, Thanks for letting me have one. <laughs> Jason, Jason, getting the Jason he's, question uh, Yeah, he's off the mark. This is good. Makes it interesting. 3-1 is the score. Okay, next question. At the beginning of the year, Port had a very poor start. How many games in a row? Did... boy. Yep. 0-5. 0-5. Yeah, Thanks, I, I, I may have circulated a few memes with... Oh, yeah. With the old Ken Hinckley. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, a, that was a good one, but uh, they're probably sick of seeing that now, to be honest. Okay, this is getting interesting. Name this player and a bonus point if you can say uh, what he's apologising for. This week's obviously weighed pretty heavily on me, and I thought I'd just wait until I've, I've got a clear mind to come out and apologise for my actions and my behaviours. Give it, give it. You know, I'm not a perfect person. Jordan Degoe, post Bali. Gibber, Gibber. It's two points. Comes away yeah. with the two points. And I've got to say, let's just uh, add this all up. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, yes, Jason Regan. Winner! Hazy boy. Hazy boy. You did, you did not do him much justice there at all. But uh, well done, Bryce. Good. It's good, good to get a win. You're uh, actually... I'm two from two this year in quizzes. Two from two, yeah. You you uh, are the dark horse, I've got to say. Uh, just, uh, just love... Studying <laughs> sport and yeah. everything that's happened, just real. When I think of, um, I'm shattered to be honest. When I'm I flat, yeah, colour stripped out of haze. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, <laughs> what makes it all the worse is you're wearing that stupid hat as well. It's kind of like you know when um, when Geelong lose a game and their their biggest fan is there dressed up in a cat outfit and with all the face paint as well. As you go through all that effort, uh, but thank you for participating, uh, Jason. We would certainly find you a ribbon for that one. Um, I'll go back to where I belong. Hey, we're nearing the the end of the show, end of the, sh- the last show for the year. It's been uh, fantastic. Ten twenty one right now. Top of thirty five degrees. We are here for Toyota. Toyota genuine service ensures your Toyota vehicle receives expert care and attention from our trained technicians. Also coming to you from Studio Lumo, powered by Lumo Energy. Good morning. 
Toyota Genuine Accessories, engineered for optimum performance. This is Saturdays in SA with Andrew Hayes and Bryce Gibbs. Tom Lyon, Bryce Gibbs with you this morning on a beautiful Saturday looking at a top of 35 degrees. So make sure you wear your sunscreen. Uh, We're coming to you from Studio Lumo, powered by Lumo Energy. Bryce, it's been a big year. Uh, We didn't know each other before this year. I had no idea. I I actually hadn't even heard of you. Um, (laughs) I, uh, I hadn't met you before. Uh, and obviously you have outside perceptions and and uh, then we finally meet, we get placed there, kind of like what happens with those boy bands. They they The big management um, posse selected you, Hazy and I, to come together and meet for the first time. Uh, how was that for you, for, for coming into radio for the very first time really as a proper job um, on radio? How was that? Yeah, it was a little bit uh, scary, to be honest, Tommy. Mm. It all happened pretty quickly and... I hadn't really, I'd spent a lot of time on the other side of the microphone getting interviewed as a, obviously a player, but uh, to be on the other side of it and uh, I mean, I'd only come off the back of doing a couple of special comments for uh, mm. some of the Port and Crows games and got the call from SEN and said, do you want to co-host a Saturday morning show with uh, with Andrew Hayes and Tommy Lyon's going to be your producer and mm. what do you think? And I thought, oh, I didn't, didn't know what to do. I was like, do you know what? I'm going to have a crack at it, step out of my comfort zone a little bit and I tell you what, I've uh, bloody enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I've got to say, it's been, uh, in all honesty, the my favourite day of the week. I've had such a good time throughout the year, and, and you've taken to it like a, a duck to water. But did it take you a bit of time to flick out of that boring, straight bat, cliche mode and into sort of – because it takes a little bit to kind of open up, you know? Oh, there's no doubt. And it's been actually refreshing for me to be able to talk on a few issues and mm. – talk actually what I'm thinking rather than getting told by the... <laughs> was your favourite day the, the camp day? When we, when we said, <laughs> yeah, Bryce, you need to talk about yeah, the, the camp. I did have a, a few hours less sleep the night before <laughs> that one to uh, when we were talking about that. But, you know, the stock standard line lines from Clubland that yeah. you have to wheel out to not cause too much controversy. I've been able to speak a bit freely on a few different topics and it's uh, it's been refreshing and just, you know, share my experiences and points of view and you know obviously not right 100 percent of the time but um yeah it's been uh, nice to do that tom yeah i've got to say you've uh, as the months have got comparing the first show uh, and obviously now you've got a far superior co-host now that and um, <laughs> <Yeah>, makes it <laughs> our, uh, our good friend easier. andrew There's hayes no has uh, moved on but um you know, the first show, you guys, to be honest, it was a bit jilted and stilted and getting getting a feel of the, the microphone and, and just talking for so long. But, um, mate, like a duck to water, we are going to be back next year, bigger, better than ever, and it's uh, it's exciting. We're, I'm excited for it. I'm really looking forward to it, Tommy. It's been uh, thoroughly enjoyable, and thanks to all the, the listeners that have tuned in on a Saturday morning, all the texts and calls. <clears throat> Throughout the year, it's been fantastic. Go on a, a little spell now and uh, looking forward to picking up again in 2023. Absolutely. Particularly, yes, to you guys, our listeners. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for s- sending us your thoughts. Thank you for arguing with us and giving us shit as well. We look forward to talking with you uh, next year, middle January. We'll catch you then. Goodbye. <laughs>